Blog Talk Radio. As long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. I'm your Hopeologist, Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, and I'm here to facilitate your journey of hope. And just to start off, the first question that I want to answer right away is, what is a Hopeologist? I I get that many times whenever I uh, introduce myself or I send my bio or I tell information about who I am and, and even on my different uh social media pages, and I have hopeologists. Well, a hopeologist is someone who changes the world through hope. That is my trademarked with the U.S. Patent Office moniker, hopeologist. I have and I spread hope, and I have been spreading hope over decades, many for many decades now. So that's what makes me the hopeologist and the one who is leading this movement and the challenge of hope that is taking place as we are counting down the times, the weeks that are leading up to our first ever National Month of Hope in April. We are so excited about it. I'm telling you, this is history-making. The first time in the history of the United States of America, we have a whole month to celebrate hope. And that is why we have started this podcast of Think Hope, because as we think hope, we can make hope connections. As we think hope, we can change the world through hope, and that's so exciting. And and that's what what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're talking about what it means to think hope. We're going to share how to think hope, and also we're going to look at why we don't think hope naturally. And and we're going to look at what's the resistance to thinking hope because you would think that that hope you know that's a given think hope think hope so we're we're going to look at the benefits for thinking hope and how we think hope and some of the challenges that keeps us from thinking hope because uh, when we talk about think hope and make hope connections I really believe that as we as we as we bring forth and as as this challenge is is presented during the April which is the national month of hope that as people pick up the mantle and begin to think hope and then begin to make hope connections it will really literally change the world because how do we change the world we change the world one person at a time. And also I'm excited about this particular podcast is that we will hear from you. Those of you who are listening, if you'd like to share something, all you have to do is press 
one, and I'll see your hand raised in the uh, in the studio, and I will bring you on. So just be ready. If you raise your hand, just be ready to come on and 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 join in the conversation of Think Hope. This is the premier podcast of Think Hope, and it's so important. It is so important because whenever we begin to change our mindset, our mindset changes, and so does our lives. Our whole lives are changed whenever we change our mindset and change our mindset from the place of hopelessness or that place of of anxiety and fear and we and we turn it over, turn our mind over to a place of hope no matter what is going on. That is the challenge. So today I I want to share with you uh, a clip from a sermon that I did on Sunday for the congregants of our chapel, our chapel service of Turning Point International Church, and I was talking about Think Hope and and why we should think hope and how to think hope. So I want to uh, play this, uh, this clip from the sermon, and then we will go ahead and come back and get the discussion going and also give you a chance to, to, to share a little bit about your own experiences with thinking hope. So I'll share that now. So a lot of times we have faith, but then we don't know how to get our faith moving. We don't know how to get it going. Ooh, glory be to God. We have faith in God. We know God is able. We know that he's brought us from a mighty long way. We know he can do anything but fail. We've read the Bible. We we have faith in God, but it's just it's just that thing now, okay? Well, how do we cause that faith to become works? Because faith without works is dead. dead. Amen. Amen. So, so thank God for hope. Everybody say thank God for hope. Thank thank God God for hope. Because, uh, because in today's message, we're going to see something here. We're going to see that not only do we have to have hope, but we're going to understand how the faith, how hope activates the faith. So in other words, we're not just going to be told to think hope, but we're going to be shown how to think hope. That is a powerful thing. See, somebody, you know, when, when we say think hope, and then all of a sudden you, you, your mind just say hope, 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 hope. <laughs> That's literal. Think hope. Hope, hope, hope. I say think hope, everybody. Hope, hope, hope. <laughs> Thinking hope, think hope. Hope, hope, hope. Okay? But see, that's all well and good. That, that can be okay. But then how do we think hope so that it will activate our faith and cause it to rise to that place of power. Amen. And that is what we're talking about. We're talking about how do we think hope until it activates our faith so it can rise to the level of power, the power that we need in order to succeed in this life. And whenever we think hope, studies show that people who think hope live longer and have better lives. They live longer. They live well whenever you think hope. So it's always good to make the decision to think hope. But just as I said in the clip, 
when we say, think hope, think hope, think hope. That's not exactly what we're talking about. We're not talking about to literally think hope and just think hope and you have hope in your mind, just hope, hope, hope. But what we're thinking of, what we're talking about is a way to think. It's the way to think. And and I want to share something that actually happened to me that helped to bring forth this particular revelation of think hope to me. And as many of you know that not too long ago, very recently, there was a massive shooting in Parkland, Florida. And we're here, we're in Tallahassee, Florida, the North Florida, capital of Florida. And Parkland, Florida is in South Florida, Broward County. So it's several hours away, but it's still, it's Florida. And whenever the shootings took place, the massacre at the Parkland School, the Parkland High School, it literally shook the very foundation of the state of Florida and the nation. And and I remember when I heard about what had happened and and how there were 17 people who were killed, just shot down, gunned down by the uh the the, the young man uh Cruz is his, his last name. And um who was a former student and then he came back and 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 started shooting up the school and killed 17 people. Many were students. Most were students, but there were some teachers. And I remember when I heard about it, it's just like literally things just kind of went really dark for me. It it it, it hurt me to the core of my being. And I remembered uh, when I heard about what happened with the Sandy Hook massacre and the elementary school students who were killed, just gunned down at the school. And I remembered where I was back in 2012 when that happened. And and I'm going to tell you, I started, I hung my head and I started thinking, wow, this is just, this is just too much. How can, what can we do? It just seems as though there's nothing is ever going to change. It's one school after the other. And now it's been so many, I mean, it's almost like, People are becoming desensitized, uh, sensitized to this murder that's happening to our children, and uh, and so with me, like so many others, were wringing our hands, and and then you started hearing the conversations about the gun gun violence and and gun control regulation, and 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 just you know so many different things just started coming out and. But in the midst of that, I remember looking at, at, at one of the news shows, and there was a student, there was one of the survivors from, from Parkland uh, High School, and they were talking and they were saying, this can never happen again. This can never happen. We must do something. The, the, the legislature and the lawmakers, they must do something about this these guns and 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 everything that is leading up to this. And then I remember it was like a little flicker of light came to me, and that was hope. And then I remembered uh, seeing in the newspaper where uh, 
those same students, many of those students had come to, to Florida, to the capital, to Tallahassee, and were talking to the lawmakers and was, were, was chanting, vote them out, vote them out. And then I remember as I saw that, it was it's like that flicker of hope got brighter. It, it became brighter because, because I began to see hope in the midst of that hopeless situation. And, and, and the hope that I saw was the future. As I saw those young people, and I really believe they're not going to stop until something changes. And I remembered how the young people were the ones in the civil rights movement and some of the other things that, that have shaped a history when the young people had enough and they rose up and they began to step out and they didn't have the hesitation or the fear or the, you know, all the things that so many uh, older people have that keep them from actually moving forward. And that brought me hope. And, 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 I was, and from that, from that uh, incident and, and, and what happened to me, I began to think about where is hope? In the midst of whatever hopeless situation, seek hope. Look for the hope. In other words, look for the light in the midst of the darkness because there's always the light. But how many times do we actively do that, intentionally look for that light? So many times we, we don't look for the light because we're so busy looking at all of the darkness, looking at the challenges, looking at the problems, looking at the past and what hadn't been done and, and all the things that, that, it, that, that, that continues to take place. And, and, and when, you, when you look from that perspective, then, you know, you can't see any solution. There's no solution there. It's just the problem. And that's how many people end up committing suicide whenever something happens and and then all they see is the darkness all they see is is what's wrong all they see are the problems and the things that have happened in the past and and they don't see any any way out well when you look at that when you're looking it's and and it's really easy to 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 just focus on that because primarily that's what happens on the news on the news we see so many, you know, story after story, 24-7 now, the news is on. You could look at it and just fill your heart and your mind and your spirit with, with so much of tragedy and, and the mudslides and the fires and, and the snowstorms and the killings and the politics and just so many things that can keep you just just looking down and feeling hopeless. But in the moment you intentionally say, you know what, I'm going to look for the hope. See, we, we, we seek and we find. You will see what you're looking for. And as you begin to actively look for something good in the midst of all of the turmoil, that is how you think hope. You think hope by elevating your mind from the problem to the solution, from the bad to the good. You think hope when you begin to think that and you allow yourself to, to, to not get stuck in the present but understand that there is a future because faith is for now and hope is for the future. So if you, could, if you can't think of anything else but 
as long as there's breath in my body, there is hope. I'm breathing. So that means I have another day that there is hope. Those are some of the ways that we can think hope. And that is what we're talking about today on our premier podcast of Think Hope. And we are celebrating April coming up uh, very soon as our first ever National Month of Hope. And, you know, that deserves a big, big round of applause right there. We just have to stop it. We have to stop and just give ourselves a hand and actually give the Lord a hand, give God a big hand praise for uh, allowing us to have a whole month that we can celebrate uh, hope. And and that's what we're doing. We we are preparing ourselves and we're preparing others. We're preparing those that want to be a part of what we're doing and, and want to be a part of spreading hope because our challenge, this is the challenge, our challenge is to think hope and make hope connections. And we are believing that we will inspire at least 10,000 or more, 10,000 or more hope connections throughout the whole year starting in April. So, But before we get to making those hope connections, we have to make sure we understand how to think hope. How do we think hope? So I see there are several people in queue in the in the studio, and if, and if anyone wants to join the conversation, all you have to do is press 1 on your phone, and I'll see your hand raised, and, uh, and, and I'll bring you in, and you can, you can join the conversation. And what I would like is if, is if those of you who are listening, if you, if you have a, a story or instance or something where, where you were able to think hope, and, and, and as you thought about, as you were able to think about the, the hopeful things, the good things in the midst of it all, the, the things that, that, that brought light in the midst of the darkness, the things that brought solutions in the midst of the challenging problems, then, then share those. You could share those with me and share those with the audience because, because we all need to think about exactly what it means to think hope and then also share our stories of how we think hope rather than think the opposite of that, and that is hopelessness. Because when we think hopelessness, there's, there's no hope. But whenever we allow ourselves to begin to think hope, Oh, my goodness. <laughs> when we think hope, we think about what can be and not what is. And hope is the pregnant expectation that something good will happen. And when we think about pregnancy, and I love that example because I, my daughter, uh, Janar, is, is pregnant right now, but she will be having her third baby uh, very soon and uh, the next couple of days, actually, and I'm so excited because I was talking to her earlier today, and uh, and she said, Mama, I, I just, I'm ready for him to come now, <laughs> okay? And, uh, you know, it just seems like nine months takes forever whenever you're expecting a baby. But But one of the things that we do know is that once you are pregnant, once you have conceived, the baby is going to come, you know. 
one way or the other, that baby is going to come. There's a there's so so that's how hope is that pregnant expectation where you don't even have a doubt. You you just you just know that something good is going to happen. You know that as a child of God, that 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 He takes everything that happens and He works it together for our good, and and that no matter what is going on, there 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 is hope in a future. For those of us that will trust in the Lord, and so and so, whenever we have that pregnant expectation that something good will happen, then we have hope. We can say we have hope, and we have a future. And when you think hope, you think solutions. As I said a little bit earlier, when you think hope, you think solutions. You don't think about the problem, but you think about. What can I do about it? And once you begin to think solutions, that's when the works come in. That's when you get moving. See, hope will lift you up when you begin to think, well, this didn't work, but you know what? Maybe I should try that, or maybe I should ask this person, or maybe I should do something else. And so that's what happens when you begin to think hope. How do you think hope? You think hope. By looking for the good in the midst of the challenges. Look for the good in the midst of the challenges. We're going to talk about uh, three reasons why we don't just think hope. We're going to talk about the resistance to thinking hope, and there are three reasons that I want to share with you tonight, and there's also uh, some other uh, aspects of this Think hope that we'll need to talk about as well. But I'd like to hear from you. If you're there and 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 I see you in queue, I see you in the studio. If you'd like to uh, share something tonight and join in this conversation, just press one, and I'll see your hand raised, and I will bring you right on. So we're going to take a brief message. I mean, a brief. Uh, we're going to have a brief uh, break right now, and after our break. We're going to come back and we're going to hear from you and we're also going to talk about the three reasons, some of the three, some of the reasons and we're going to talk about three, at least three uh of why we don't just naturally think hope. So I'll see you after the break.
podcast. This is our premier podcast where we're talking about what it means to think hope, how to think hope, why should we think hope, and we are also going to talk about the resistance to thinking hope because if it was so easy and if it was just something that we naturally and we automatically did, then there would be no need to say think hope. But research studies show that our natural bent is to negativity. Our natural bent is to look at the problem. And if you think about it, whenever whenever you gossip and people gossip, okay, they don't run and tell the good things. They talk about the bad. They talk about the negative. They talk about those things, you know, that that will cause you to say, "What for real?" You know, and all, <laughs> and all of that because that's our that's our natural tendency. But see, whenever we begin to 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 have greater success and live better and and do things differently, then we have to think differently. Because as we think, so are we. And so that's why it's important when we talk about think hope. We're talking about think hope because when you begin to think hope, your whole life will change. Your life will change. So, um, But before we talk about those three reasons that, uh, that, 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 that are like resistance, the things that, that stop us, the resistance to thinking hope, I want to, I see a hand raised, and I want to bring in, let's see here. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, hopeologist Rosalind. <laughs> Hi. Hey, uh, Kwame, this is my husband, Kwame. How are you, dear? Very well. I'm, I'm doing great, and... Uh, I just wanted to to uh, take this opportunity on your premier show to um, congratulate you and uh, to Thank to you. hope that that um, this is is a significant uh, uh, um, opportunity for us to improve the way we live by the way we think. Um, yes. My own experience and testimony. Of, of hope in my life underscores the importance of how we think. And uh, I thank you and congratulate you on, on, on this, uh, your premiere show, and uh, look for many more in the future. So thank you. Yes, well, thank you, and thank you for your support, and uh, and thank you for thinking hope with me. <laughs> Thinking hope. I tell you, it is it is so wonderful whenever you have a, a partner uh, like I have, such as uh, my husband uh, Kwame, who you just heard from there, um, who actually is thinking hope. We're thinking along the same line, so it's it's kind of hard whenever uh, you, you may be thinking hope, and and then maybe those as closest to you, whether it's your spouse or you know, your friends or coworkers or family, um, you know, they're thinking, they're not thinking hope. It makes it that much harder. But you still have to think hope no matter, no matter what because you can be the one that can turn it around and change the atmosphere just by your 
thinking hope, then you can bring hope into the atmosphere. But I thank God for my husband. I thank God for all of those that are that are with me in this uh, in this movement of hope and this challenge of hope, because it does make a difference whenever you can get with like-minded people and you all are doing the very best you can to think hope. You're making uh, an effort and you're being intentional about thinking hope. So uh, remember, if anyone wants to join in the conversation, just press 1 and I'll see your hand raised and I will bring you on into the conversation. Okay, so I want to go with um, talking about the resistance to thinking hope. I see that hand raised. I'll bring you in in just a moment. And and anyone else, if you want to come in, uh, raise your hand, and I'll bring you in at the appointed time. Okay, so now let's look at let's look at some of the reasons why uh, we don't naturally think hope. Number one is it's easier to just let your thoughts roam wherever they would like to go, which is often negative, and that's what sometimes that's what we do. You know, just wherever our thoughts lead us, then that's exactly where we'll go. And then there's so many, you know, it's so much outside stimulus, uh, stimuli, as it were, to 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 reinforce the negativity. So it's it's a lot easier. And sometimes we don't we don't want to do the work that it takes to uh, press past the negativity, especially if we're not used to it. But I, what I've learned, if you train your brain. You have to train your brain. You train your brain. You begin to train your brain to think hope, train your brain brain to look for the hope. Then you won't allow your, your mind to just go wherever it takes you, which is oftentimes to the wrong place. Okay, so that's the first reason why uh, there's a resistance to thinking hope. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in the other caller that I see. I see your hand raised. And then we'll look at the second, uh, the second reason. Let's see here. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, how are you? I'm doing very well. Hi, this is one of our our Hope Squad members, uh, Nettie Palmore. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Dr. Tompkins. It's a blessing to be on the Think Hope broadcast and just been enjoying listening to you, sharing, and I just wanted to add in that it's um, been a blessing for me, this movement of hope, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to, as you were saying, the month, the whole month to encourage and to offer hope, but it's just been even the hope chat that I've been able to um have with different ones and encourage them in hope. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to say I thank God for the show on tonight and that it's a blessing to be able to be a part of this movement as we, you know, promote hope because it's so needed. Yes, absolutely. It it, it really is. And and it, for, for those that would like to find out more information about what we're talking about, the National Month of Hope that's coming up in April, and also the the Hope Challenge of Thinking Hope and Making Hope Connections, visit makeahopeconnection.com 
or either hope-universe.com, and you can find out more information on how you can become involved, how you can take the challenge, how you can become a citizen of hope, because we do need citizens. We need people that are that will uh, take up this challenge and, and make it their own, because because this is this is not something that we're doing. This is something, you know. I was looking around uh, just the other day, and I was I was just amazed at how many things, how many products, and how many churches, and how many organizations, and and and, and ministries, and different ones that have the name Hope in them. There's so many people and so many. Uh, there's so much that's uh, that's surrounding this whole concept of hope, which I'm I'm not surprised because you know hope is so needed, and and there there are there there are a lot of people whose lives have literally been changed all through the power of hope. But but mm-hmm. what I would like to see is that all of the hope people, all of the hope organizations, all of the hope products. And all of those that that are hope givers would would mm-hmm. join in and 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 be a part of this national month of hope challenge and challenge people to think hope and begin to think hope and begin to make hope connections. Wouldn't that be wonderful, uh, Nettie, if we saw that happening all around us? Yes, that would be great, and I. I challenge the listeners because I am a citizen of hope. I'm a proud citizen of hope, and I want others to join this and take the hope challenge and and be those ones that would, uh, you know, offer hope and be the ones that would be able to encourage someone and lift them up, and they could be like me and say, I'm a citizen of hope. So. I challenge yes. you to take yes. the challenge. <laughs> Absolutely. And you can find out, they can certainly find out by going to makeahopeconnection.com and uh, click on any of the home pages there, and you'll see the information uh, up to on your right of the, the right side of the page on the menu where it says become a hope citizen and just click on there to tell you all the information because we want people to join this yes. movement. And uh, and to take the challenge. Now, before you go, I just want to ask you one more question. Um, when we're talking about thinking hope, think hope, what does that mean to you? Has that been something that has been helpful? Has it been a challenge? Or, you know, what what is your take on thinking hope? When I think hope, even as you were sharing earlier about uh, some of the shootings at the school. I was even thinking about people are just dealing with health situations, crises mm-hmm. with their children at home. And I was thinking when I think hope, Dr. Tompkins, I think immediately things can get better. Mm-hmm. And even as you were saying about the, the young people and how when, you know, the movement started years ago, it was by young people. But even when I think about that, Dr. Tompkins, that's what comes in my mind when I think hope. I think things can get better, and, yes, they will. I don't try to just keep thinking about the situation and, and what's going, you know, you know, all of, like you said, 
the, the negative parts of it, but I try to mm-hmm. think of, you know, that it can get better. Yes, yes, because things yes. can get better, and, and that's good. So that is something that I encourage you to continue to think hope and continue to make those hope connections and just continue yes. to spread the good news and, and get other people <laughs> involved because because their lives will never be the same whenever they mm. they really embrace what we're talking about in this hope initiative and this challenge, this challenge that we're challenging everybody to yes. think hope and to make hope connections. So thanks so much yes. for sharing and and uh, and also for those that are that are listening, if you'd like to come in and join in the conversation, uh, just press one. I'll see your hand raised in the queue uh, studio, and I will definitely uh, bring you in. So now let's continue on. There's a couple more points that I wanted to make about why we don't think hope naturally. The first point that I made was. It's easier just to let your thoughts roam wherever they would like to go, and uh, and that's often the case because in order to think hope, you have to, you know, especially in this day and age, you have to seek, you have to look for it, and and you have to intentionally uh, seek after this hope and think hope and allow your mind to not dwell on the negative, but to dwell on the possibilities and the goodness, and and that things are going to get better no matter how bad it it, it looks. So that was the first point. The second reason is people say it doesn't work. They say it's just wishful, Pollyanny thinking. Oh, it's nothing to that. Thinking hope, think hope. What does that mean to think hope? And, uh, And so a lot of times whenever... You know, you tell people something like that, oh, think hope, think hope, think hope. Then you say, then they say, well, what is that? That I, I'm, going, I'm dealing with reality. This is real stuff that's going on. And, and, and I can't just, you know, think hope. And what is that going to do? What difference is that going to make? And, uh, and so, so a lot of times people just resist that. They say, oh, that's just a cliche. That's a, that's a cliche. I'm, I, I, deal in the, I live in the real world, and, and, you know, you're telling me to think hope. And so when you do that, then you miss out on the power of hope because there's power. There's true power whenever you can elevate your mind beyond where you are to where you would like to be. And, and, and I can say from experience that this is not just Pollyanna, wishful, positive thinking, that this is real. And that is one of the reasons why I am a hopeologist, because hope literally changed my life. When I was addicted to, to drugs and alcohol, and, and, and I'll never forget one of the seasons that I went through uh, when I when I lost uh, a, a baby because of my addiction, my drug use, and I carried her for six months, and then she stopped breathing, and I had to deliver her stillborn, and that was one of the hardest things that I've ever gone through in my life, and I remember after having her, having to deliver her, 
in in that condition and and then you know going home because i was a I was a young adult at that time, and uh so I went home from college from Tallahassee back to Pensacola, where I was from, and stayed with my mom and dad for a little bit and I remember I was so down, I was so depressed, it was just like a balloon that had been deflated and 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 in that condition. I couldn't see a future. I couldn't see. I couldn't see my life. I couldn't see Janar, who who came along two years later and turned my whole life around. You know, and I couldn't see myself free from drugs and alcohol. I couldn't see all that at the time. But hope came in just a little flicker of light. And I'm going to tell you how it came to me during that season. I began to write in a journal. And I'll never forget that. I wrote in my journal and I said, why, God, why? And 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 listen, this was one of the very the few conversations because I wasn't with the Lord at that time, of course, and I wasn't where I should have been. But I had a, I, I had a, a, a moment where I wrote in my journal, why, God? Now you say, well, well how did that bring hope? Well, there was purpose that came after I wrote in my journal, and, as, and, and, and that was really a prayer. And God answers prayer. And it was almost as though I knew in my spirit that there was a reason and that I was going to see it, and it was going to be something that would make the, all the difference in the world, and that gave me hope. So hope is powerful. Don't let anybody tell you that is just wishful thinking or some just cliche. And the last point, but not the least, the third reason is people say, what if I think hope and things never change or get better? What if I think hope? I don't even want to think hope and think that way, and then, you know, it's still the same, and nothing changes, and it gets worse. Well, this is what I'll say to that. It's worth it because even if things don't change, you can change. And as a matter of fact, you do change because when you begin to think hope, as I said earlier, studies show that people filled with hope excel in life, live longer, and live well. So just the fact of you deciding that I'm going to Think hope will change you. And one of the things that I found out in life is that when I change, the situation changes as well because I begin to see things differently than I than I did before. You know, before the hope, you see things in a certain way. And then after hope comes, then the change is there. And when the change and you begin to change, then your situation begins to change. And you can't even imagine the things that are there that are available for you. So as we wrap up this first podcast of Think Hope, I want to encourage you, I challenge you to think hope and make hope connections and come back next week as we as we again share on this Think Hope podcast 
as we begin to talk about not only how to think hope, but we're going to begin to talk about how to make hope connections. For more information, go to makeahopeconnection.com. God bless you, and I hope to see you and hear from you on next week's show, next week's podcast of Think Hope. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope.